to Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Let's Chop It Up. Please follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Like and subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend about four brothers down in this YouTube channel. My man, Jamie, gave us a new uh, uh, start. They ain't even know it. I ain't even see that. You flexing, Jamie? You flexing? <laughs> All these motherfuckers got this this uh, this muscles going on, man. I'm going to flex this fat, baby. You never see fat. You never see fat get, you know, no, no strange. You don't see no fat getting pulled. You know what I'm saying? Fat, fat's here for life, baby. And it's cheaper to get. <laughs> it's way more fun. <laughs> It'll kill you in the end, but it's cheaper, to, cheaper to get kill you in the end. Expensive on the end, though. But anyway, my brother from another man, how you been, man? Derek, man, thanks. See you in seven days. Talk to me. Hey, uh, everything is very, very nice in Casa de Baysmore. Um, let me give you, uh, since we since we're talking about getting caught up, let me get you caught up. Thursday, last Thursday was a fantastic day. I got. Uh, I guess you would say, uh, recognized um, at my job for being incredible, all right, employee of the quarter, all right, and it was a fantastic uh, time. They gave me a nice little lunch, and we had the whole thing, and I took my little pictures, and next week, I'm on fries. You know what I'm saying? And after that, I'm on <laughs> <laughs> burgers, and that's when the big bucks come in. No, but um, but... But um, but yeah, but you know, but it was it's nice to be recognized. It was a nice spread, and um, you know, and I got a little award, so that was nice. It's always nice to be recognized, especially when we're doing something um positive, and that's the major thing uh for me in my job and what I do in the nonprofit sector, just doing positive things. You know what I mean? Helping people oh. out. So I get paid, and I say all the time, I get paid to look out for some for people, and that's something I kind of naturally do. You know, so um, so I'm very happy about that. It's very rewarding. Um, that was Thursday. Uh, also on Saturday, my oldest son, very sad times, but very happy at the same time. He had to go to his next duty station in San Diego, all the way to the other side of the country. And I'm looking at San Diego in relation to New York. And I'm like, not only is it across at the opposite end of the country, it's down on top of it, man. I'm like, that's about as far away as he can get and still be it's in the beautiful country. beautiful, though, boy. You got to visit him out there. You know, I have yeah. every I have every intention of going to visit him out there. Trust me on that. We will definitely be taking up on that. That's my excuse. Go to San Diego. One of my man. favorite places I've ever been there, San Diego. You've been to San Diego, huh? Man, wow. I would love to go, man. So I'm definitely going to go and check him out, you know, and look around. And that'll be my excuse. Probably go with my wife and, you know what I mean? Um, and, and just enjoy the, enjoy, the, enjoy the time. So, um, so yeah, he left on, third, on, 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 on Saturday. Uh, actually, Sunday because his flight got delayed. And I, oh, it was a Sunday going into Monday. Yeah, Monday, and I had his flight like delayed again. So, hey, Shauna, how you doing? Um, so, um, so that was that. And uh, and now, as of today, also I am on week number four of no air condition. All right. Mm. So, in the hottest part of the summer. All right. So, um, yeah, it's bad right now. I, I've been <laughs> San Diego is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely will, Shauna. Absolutely, I will. Um, so yeah, so too. yeah, yeah, it's expensive. 
Um, but they're gonna help him out with the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're gonna help him out with the money too. He gets this thing called BAH, so they help you to give you a little extra money to live off, you know, to, to get his apartment. But, but yeah. So um, so yeah. So this is week number four. Also, no AC. We're sweating it out over here, man. And um, was you know starting to get a little, starting to get a little agitated. You know, this I'm, I'm we're testing the, the limits of our marriage. My wife and I, you know, we're getting a little. You know, we get a little snarky, you know, things are getting a little chippy at times, you know, but we we kind of making it happen. You know, I've been I, if you notice the last couple um, weeks, I've been broadcasting somewhere else. That's because they have air conditioning over here. All right. So today <laughs> I have uh, we got all the windows open. It's a little bit cooler. Um, so I'm, I'm doing it here. You know, um, want to be comfortable and relax when I come and see you guys. And that's pretty much it for my week, man. And I hope everybody uh, has had a have fantastic week. And I'm glad that we're here again with the baddest brothers that I know and the best um, viewers and listeners on the Internet. So that's about it. Gordon, what's going on with you, brother? Talk to me. What's happening? Damn, I, I ain't got nearly as much going on as, as you do. <laughs> God damn. Eric, a busy man. It's his own segment. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I can honestly say I have not been recognized this week. But, hey, man, I, I stay busy. Um, other than Purify, you know, I do a lot of stuff in terms of, like, counseling. Um, let me plug Boys and Men Foundation, which is a nonprofit down here where we work with uh, – a lot of single young men uh, from single families and stuff like that. Um, so I also coach. So I started coaching again, football. So we out there in the summer heat with all the mosquitoes and, Ooh, and stuff. North Carolina. And, you know, but, you know, I got a passion for it. I love working with young men and stuff like that and try to build people up and stuff like that. So so I enjoy this passion of mine. So, you know, it wears me out a little bit because I'm, I'm running from here to there. But, you know, you do what you got to do, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely. Yeah. What's happening, Dave? What's going on with you, brother? Um, sometimes yo, you know when y'all ask this question, I draw like a blank. I be thinking about it over the weekend. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> tell them I went to do this, I did that, I bought this, I tried this food. And when y'all be like, yo, how was your week? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the memory of a goldfish or something like that, but um, I did go to a birthday party this weekend and celebrated somebody, you know, from this black positivity group that I'm a part of. It's called Dope Conversations um in georgia and celebrated one of the members she's an amazing uh person woman great uh shout out to her um had a good time you know the the person who hosted it was a dj at his place i was doing karaoke i was up there doing international players anthem by outcast you know rapping and uh -oh. laughing and uh -oh. joking and uh -oh. all that so we had a good time i um i had some fun out there i've been working on a new place so it's looking better you know, cleaning some things out, moving some things around, got the couch up, comfortable, you know, um, working on my business, my website, you know, just 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 making progress in multiple areas, which is really good. Um, yeah, just it's hard. Sometimes I just forget, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to I want to shout out my sister. She's um, she's doing much better. She had some like medical scares, uh, but uh, they found out she does not have cancer. So I'm like very happy about something like that. Um, so just shout out to her. I love her. Um, and that's great news. So that 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 automatically puts my week in a completely different space. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for tonight. I, I'm, I'm ready to turn up. What are we talking about? Uh, how was your week, Damon? My week was slow motion, man. I'm like, God, I ain't really have much going on. My sister and niece came up. That's kind of fun with their crazy asses. Um, 
that was that, the house full of women. It was it was that was about the best thing I had going on this week. And I went to a, a conference there for after school stuff, and it was I was about to say something to get me in trouble. Just in case my people from my job watch show, but it was good otherwise. Hey, Nikisha, what's up, love? How you feeling today? It was good. It ain't nothing crazy, man. Nothing crazy. I'm looking forward to next week. We will not be here. Um, let's chop it up. We'll not be on next week. Um, I'm going away, so I'll be away for a little for a couple of days. But I'll be we'll be right back right after that. And Kelvin's right. not here. He's back. He's just busy. So people are asking for Kelvin. Kelvin is not nothing wrong with Kelvin. Kelvin's all right. The Italians did not keep keep him. They said we don't want any more black motherfuckers over here. And it's his ass packing. <laughs> Y'all just be going on vacation. Y'all be out of the country like it's nothing. I Yo, wish. listen, man. Yo, right. man. Listen. When you get a certain age, brother, you only got a few more summers. So I'm just trying to get, get them all in. Fuck it, man. Yolo, figure I it hear out. You, you got. Hey, baby, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, man, let's get let's get it going, man. We almost into it right here, man. So, uh, Bronny James suffered a, car- a cardiac arrest during the practice at USC. Jimmy, can you play the clip for us, please? Developing right now, University of Southern California basketball player Bronny James, the son of Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James, is recovering after suffering cardiac arrest. According to a statement released by a family spokesperson, the incident happened yesterday at practice where he was treated by medical staff before being taken to the hospital. He's currently listed in stable condition and no longer in the ICU. In the statement, LeBron and his wife Savannah thanked the USC medical staff and athletic staff for their work. They are currently at Asking for privacy. Yeah, man, that's spooky. I mean, just as a parent, you know, forget the whole LeBron Jordan thing that I don't know seems to preoccupy everyone's brain. Because anytime you hear LeBron, it's instantly, and I hate to say it, it's people in our age group, apparently, instantly we go to, oh, he ain't shit, Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? And it's, mm-hmm. you know, forget that for a second, man, just as a parent. You know what I mean? You're just sitting here, you're watching. Your son and or whatever, uh, or maybe he wasn't. I, I don't. I can't remember already if he was there or not. Um, but just having, just knowing that he collapsed or seeing him collapse like that, man, and, and he's not breathing or he's just unconscious or what have you, it's got to be the spookiest thing in the world, man. And it really, really makes you wonder, like, what's going on? This young man is about as should be as about as healthy as he can get. You know what I'm saying? As a human being can get, man. You know, uh, projected uh, first round draft pick. You know. Um, fantastic genetics obviously you know and um so what's going on you know so um it's a it's a real it's a real spooky thing man real scary thing and i and i'm and, and prayers out to, to to the james family man and, and, and ronnie you know mm-hmm. and i'm not going to go into any conspiracy theories right now either you know what i mean about mm-hmm. it so uh <laughs> it's funny you should say that i actually had that circle conspiracy theories because i have heard one or two about it, and i have a friend that sort of promotes yeah. that but I'm not going to go there with this either. Uh, the first thing, when I heard this news, I thought of um, uh, Hank Gathers. That's the first person. That's the first name. Man, that to get back. And then, um, yeah, because he's the first person I, I know I can remember that passed away, you know, had a heart condition and died playing ball. And then after that would be Jeff Green, who had the heart, the heart, heart issues. Um, but we also very recently, on a positive note, we had uh, Jeff Green who's still in the NBA. He started off his career with heart issues and stuff like that yeah, when, he, when he went on. And so he's had a long career. So, you know, there's just something they got to closely monitor. I mean, obviously, Bronny doesn't have to sweat his life, I, I don't think, right. um, because he has a great resource. He has a great support system, and it's not something he has to do. Um, so he – but I, I think he's passionate about this because I've seen him play the kick and rock. He can only play like that if he's really the goods and he really – 
has a passion for the game, not just playing for his father, uh, so to speak. So, you know, he plays, obviously, he's going to have a lot of attention on him because he's LeBron's son. Um, but I think he'll be, he just got to take this a day at a time. He got to go through the whole process. He got to make sure everything checks out. As long as they stay on top of that, he can come back. Um, just focus on being a student. And if, you know, if God is willing, he'll, he'll be back on the court. But, um, you know, just just stay on top of everything medically. What do you think, Dave? Me or Damien? Damien, go Damien. Damien. I mean, it's it's extremely sudden. Um, so the last, the only thing I would, I'm wishing is the health of him and his family. You know, Ronnie is his father's wife, his mother, you know, just everybody. I'm just wishing them the best out of the situation because it's, it has to be sudden. Like, uh, Derek said, he has to be one of the healthiest young men. He probably has the access to some of the best healthcare, some of the best training, mm -hmm. some of the best nutrition, some of the best environments for his body to grow and nurture. And, and the fact that, um, you know, it still can happen to anybody, you know, like, and I'm sure knowing that there is the narrative, I don't know, because I don't know how much, but they say LeBron spends a certain amount of money, a couple million a year on his body. I'm sure he's, he has that instilled in his young, in his sons, in his children, in his family. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he's not sitting around watching them eat Cheetos all day. So um, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it sucks that something like this will happen to any young man, not just, you know, a famous one. And, and it's, I'm sure it's scary. I hope they just monitor his health and make sure everything is okay. But um, I'm glad that he's in a position and has a family that can take care of him moving forward. And he can take care of himself because he has the amount of resources that he needs without um, his father to uh, take care of himself and make sure that he, um, has a long and uh, prosperous career. So it's scary. So it's hard to really talk about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So with that said, we're going to bring, we have a special guest tonight to talk about health and, and men's health, and especially with a situation with a young man of this age suffering ca cardiac arrest. Well, further ado, we want to bring in a guest that was a guest that been on the show a few times, Dr. Curtis Cheeks, internal medicine. Jamie, can you bring Dr. Cheeks in, please? Well, hello, gentlemen. How are you all today? How you doing, Dr. Cheeks? Doing well, doing well. Am I able to share? Can I share my screen? Because I have a few slides on this topic. I don't know. Jamie, can, can he share his screen? Can, can he? Are you on your computer now? That's okay. We'll keep going. All right. Um, first of all, let's, talk, say, let's talk say, about Yeah, you can share your screen. Okay. I don't see anything that allows me to do it. How do you do it? Do you just show You it? see present at the bottom? It's a yes. present with a plus. That's the button. Share screen. Got it? Mm-hmm. Share screen. All right. Is it coming? It's not coming up. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, there okay, we go. Yeah, it's kind of small. Okay. There we go. There we that go. Better. There it. we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. So, Carnegie Rest, and thank you for the introduction. I appreciate it. First, let's get some terms straight first. Cardiac arrest versus heart attack. A heart attack occurs when blood flow to the heart becomes limited or blocked. And that's when you get the classic symptom of chest pain. Cardiac arrest, which is what happened to Browning, uh, happens when the heart stops pumping blood. And so unfortunately, blood, oxygen-rich blood can't go to other vital organs. And I heard you guys mentioning, mentioning uh, some uh, other uh, notable names, but um, I don't want y'all to forget about Reggie Lewis, uh, Boston mm. Celtics, 
That's right. Forgot and don't forget about Pistol Pete Maravich. That's what happened to him as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cardiac arrest is often sudden and shocking. Happens without warning in healthy individuals. Uh, the heart stops beating, stops pumping blood to the rest of the body. Brain and other vital organs don't receive that oxygen-rich blood. CPR is vital, and permanent damage can occur within five minutes. So something needs to be done very quickly. And there's usually no symptoms before the individual collapses. Usually over 35, the usual cause is coronary artery disease. Sorry about the misspelling. Uh, that's that age-related plaque buildup in arteries of your heart, such as which is why we are so big on wanting your cholesterol to be below 200. If you're under 35, the causes are just not clear. It could be genetic, could be heart malfunctions, could be environmental factors. Uh, one of the environmental factors that they are uh, studying right now is the effect of COVID that uh, having on people, especially young people, uh, in their hearts. Highest rate of cardiac death, interesting enough, happens in college basketball players. Not sure why. They don't know why either. And about 2,000 seemingly healthy people under the age of 25 die yearly from cardiac arrest. No real way to prevent it. Uh, appropriate screening is just not feasible. Uh, screening will include, uh, will include detailed medical history, physical, EKG, and imaging. The whole key to this whole thing is recognize the symptoms and quickly start treatment, which is CPR. So that is what I have to say. I'll stop my screen. Have I, oh, stop screen. There we go. We good. We got you. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, there's no real way to, to prevent this from happening. All we can do is recognize the symptoms and start CPR, which is why um, you know, all of the coaches and things are now being trained and medical staff are being trained and uh, make sure that they are uh, aware of how to perform CPR. Hmm. So, I mean, so do you think, um, I mean, you, you obviously he's not your patient, but I know a lot of these young guys use a lot of supplements nowadays and a lot of young kids with these Red Bulls and all these monster drinks and stuff like that. Do you think some of those things can be some of the causes of like, like I remember, like high caffeine and those, and those kind of those kind of drinks. Do you think those things could be contribute to some of these young sure. people having something? I totally agree. That can be any of those stimulants, um, and let's not forget stimulants like ADHD medicine, uh, drinking uh, coffee, Pepsi, Mellow Yellows. All those things have a high amount of caffeine in them uh, that can cause uh, your heart to be affected by it. So I would definitely watch that. And then, of course, you know, you have those, you know, drugs like cocaine and stuff like that, that, you know, of course, can 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 get to it and cause your uh, uh, your heart to stop uh, working properly. Do you think all these young people, this hookah stuff, do you think anything with that hookah? Well, I mean, hookah is still nicotine, it's still, you know, cigarettes. And I I would venture to say that it does have some effect not only on your lungs, but it does have an effect on the rest of your body. Um, so it's not the cleanest thing. I wouldn't suggest that, you know, you know, uh, uh, a world-class athletes doing anything like that, but you never know these days. Mm. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to take a ball of questions, but you brothers, go ahead. Yeah. Anybody want to jump in? Yeah, hey, you know, the red says it sounds congenital. What's congenital? I don't even know. I've heard it before. I don't even know what that word means. Congenital just means that it's uh, you were born with it, uh, that you got some kind of uh, trait from your parents that may have caused you to have this genetic defect from the from your birth. Mm. So that's what congenital mm. means. So. The question is, can this be genital, congenital? Sure. Uh, something that, you know, we, we don't have tests to test for everything. I know patients come to the doctor's office and say, you know, 
test me for everything. That's just not feasible to test person, test someone for everything. We, in the medical field, we do our health screenings based upon things that are appropriate for your age, you know, such as, you know, colon cancer. We start screening for colon cancer at age 50, but now we realize that people are dying from colon cancer at age 35 and 40. So mm-hmm. there's thoughts of lowering that age. But the whole mm-hmm. reason why we do it at 50 is because insurance companies say that it's cost effective to do it at 50 versus doing it at 40 or 35. So it all comes down to cost and almighty dollar. So when it comes to uh, screening for this, you know, it would take a large amount of money to screen uh, healthy individuals to find that one or two or three per people that may have this problem. So you said it costs a lot of money to screen people. So how do other countries who have free health care actually manage that? They do the same thing. They 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 have some of the same guidelines. Um, they don't have when, when people have, as you call it, free health care. They just don't have the access to health care that we do. Let's say you needed a, a MRI for whatever it is. Then you would go through, it would go through a panel of people uh, before you can get that MRI that you wanted. Where over here, if you have the money, or you have the insurance, then you can get your MRI as long as the insurance company approves it. Over there, there's still a panel of people that's approving whether or not you can get that procedure or not. Mm. Aren't there medical standards different than the U.S.? Aren't there medical standards? Aren't there medical standards different than ours, though? Um, yes, in some ways they are. You know, like I said, ours are driven by the dollar and insurance companies and and what happens. Um, mm. it also is you know environmental. Our our lifestyle here in the U.S. is different than some in the Europe or Africa or India. Those things, so they have uh, different diseases that they get. Um, you okay. know, we don't get. You know, there's no, there's not many people in the U.S. getting the 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 shot for malaria, but over in Africa, everybody's getting it. Um, Jamie, can you bring up the question from EOTs real quick? Before? Yeah, she said, "Can uh can taking steroids cause an enlarged heart or a cardiac arrest?" Sure. Uh, steroids can cause that. Steroids can uh, affect your heart and the rest of your body. Um, and then, yes, it caused that cardiac arrest that, unfortunately, some people have. Um, steroids, unfortunately, are both good and bad. We give them in small doses to help people with, you know, sinus congestion, ailments, you know, uh, sports injuries. Uh, but, yes, if you take them for a long periods of time, then, yes, it can cause uh, heart defects and heart problems as well. What's up, Mike? Uh, real quick, do you think with the, the current with the uh, heat wave going on, would it like do you think will you will you think we will see more sh- young people having strokes, heat strokes, or heart attacks? Or well, first of all, the young people of the day don't do what we used to do. They don't. They're not outside like we used to be. When we were young, we'd be outside all day, every day. We wouldn't come in until the street lights are coming back on. We were those that were drinking from the water hydrant, the water faucet. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's the difference. So they're not out in the sun like we are. Uh, so as a result of when they start going to play sports, they have a hard time when they start that practicing in August because they hadn't been in the sun all along. They haven't gotten used to it. Uh, so the coaches of the day, they, they are mandated to give them water breaks. Um, they're trying to uh, have practices very early in the morning for a short period of time or late in the evening when it's not so hot. Um, you know, they don't practice with pads on like we used to do all the time, regardless of what time of day it is. So there are a lot more um, eyes on them, and there's a lot more uh, uh, protocols set in place uh, so that these type of things don't happen to our younger athletes, especially those that are outside. 
So let me ask you, you another Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, do you think that there could be this increase due to the, the, the conversation around COVID shots and blood clots? Sure. I, I think, you know, as soon as people start saying that this is why it's happening, um, then somebody's going to look at the feasibility of what to do as a result of it. It still comes back to money, you know, whether or not the insurance company is going to pay for it or not. So unfortunately, that's where it comes down to. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious in terms of is there data out there in terms of um, the number of cardiac arrests and heart attacks now, let's say in the last five years versus 10 or 15 years prior to that? Because like I was, I'm chatting with a few friends of mine and I got one friend who has like three relatives that died. Um, two in basketball on a basketball court and one one on a football field. So it's it's more common than I thought. I think I think the awareness picks up publicly. You know, when someone like a figure like this that everybody kind of knows, and then everybody it brings more attention to to what's going on. But I think it may happen more commonly. And I'm just wondering how it was again 15, 20 years ago versus what it is now. Is it like different data? Has it been a spike increase? Is this data out there? I'm just curious. About I'm sure there's data out there. I don't know that. But I also mm -hmm. think that the awareness is more now because of social media and right. uh, you know the internet and everything. You know, 20, 25 years ago, you know, we wasn't getting news from you know the, the right. UK and everywhere else around the world. So now, anytime anything happens, you know, it's it's it, it's it's going viral. It's going across the the internet, mm -hmm. the 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 waves across mm -hmm. the internet. So we have more people, more eyeballs on things like that than we used to be. And so the yep. world is smaller now. And as a result, we kind of know what's going on all over the place. So I think that's part of it. Uh, but yeah, I would say that there, I would venture to say there is some data out there uh, about it. Now, whether or not, you know, you know, the, the ratio is same, I think we have more kids that are playing sports now that probably shouldn't be playing sports. Uh, you know, parents are pushing them to do something because they want them to be, you know, doing something socially while the yeah. kid wants to be in the house on video game. You know, but when we were coming up, you know, that was what you did, going outside and playing, playing sports, football, basketball, baseball. Unfortunately, that was part of your 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 summer routine. That's what you did, you know, throughout the day and throughout the evening. So, um, you know, I, I think there's a, a, a decline in, in Little League sports. I don't hear people talk about, you know, their son or whatever going to play little league sports. Uh, so I, I think that all is contributing to it. And the numbers of kids that are being involved are just not as many as, as it used to be. So how important, like I know I have a defibrillator at my center. How important does I have a defibrillator at any of these sports camps and trainings for these young people? I, I think it's very important. I think that's probably what happened here with, at his facility. Uh, you need those, uh, you know, need to have them at every gym. Uh, that you, your workout gym, your sports gym, uh, the YMCA gym, wherever gym, wherever someone people are are gathering around large pe large numbers of people, you need to have one. Uh, you know, concerts, you know, games, basketball, football games, you know, everywhere that there's a large group of people, you need to have one just in case something like this happens. Yeah, just a little uh, quick quick story. I just had an incident this weekend. Now I play ball with, with my fellas every Saturday morning at this church down here. And we had a guy that ran full speed into a wall right right under the, the basket. The way he collided, he got knocked out, and his body started seizing up. It was one of the mm. scariest situations I've ever seen. Um, you know, we called, of course, because 911, and he, he came too. But it, it was scary. It was scary. Sure. Had, you know, a couple minutes, it was really scary. So we you, got, That's not the game. 
Oh yeah, yeah it stopped the game. No more, no more basketball today. No more basketball now. It's real life now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, man. That's sorry, Gordon. That's that's scary. I I can just imagine. I, I was gonna ask. Um. Do you think the change in nutrition with like gym, genetically modified foods and things like that play a play a role? I don't think that I saw something. Uh, somebody sent it to me. A good friend of mine. I can't remember. It was Mountain Dew hot dogs or something like that. And I was just like, "Yo, it, <laughs> Google it, please. Tell me if it don't exist." But I saw. I don't know anything about a Mountain hot Dew hot dog. Infused yeah. with Mountain Dew. I'm like, there can't be. There has to be a law against something. <laughs> like you just gotta just say no. We're not doing this. But you know, like there's there. Um, and I was thinking about what Gordon said about 15, 20 years ago. What what were the statistics? And I'm like, there's probably a, a a much larger variety of genetically modified foods and other type of things that's going on with chemicals and preservatives that might have a harder a harsher effect on young people now when before it just didn't exist. So I, I was wondering if that could play a part too. Sure, what we're eating. Sure, yeah. I, I would venture to say what we're eating uh, plays a difference. You know, back then, you know, we didn't eat the best of foods either. It may not have been genetically modified, but you know, we were right. eating bologna and treat meat and spam. Mm-hmm. You know, and drinking Kool Aid all the time. I, I never what remember going and borrowing that <laughs> cup of sugar from from the neighbor to make that that, that Kool Aid. Yep. Um, so we wasn't eating the best of things, but. As far as the genetically modified, you're right. We probably, you know, we definitely wasn't eating that. That's definitely having a a a, a cause and effect situation going on. That um, you know, I hope that somebody will look at that and see what's the difference between you know nowadays and you know 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, so, cheeks, real quick. Real, uh, sure. What are the chances of Bronny James or somebody like him getting back to his normal routine? Will he be able to, to perform? You think at the same level or we have to down it, dumb it down a little bit. I mean, down it a little bit, and then I think I think his body will probably be back to to, to normal. I mean, he'll be having a lot of testing and things like that. Now, the thing is, that where where would his mind be? You know, mm-hmm. his mind may not be that you know go all out all time every day because he's gonna be worried about you know is this, yeah. this could be the last dunk of my life or the last shot of my life. So he's gonna have to get over that part. Um, but as far as his body, his body will adapt. Um, and they will try to figure out the cause of his, uh, a problem and they, they haven't yet, but they'll probably try to figure, they will try to figure out the cause of his problem and see where it goes from there. Wow. What's the typical recovery time for someone that goes through a, a cardiac arrest? Um, weeks to weeks to months. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try to, you know, get his heart back, right. Pump it back. Right. Um, and, and I'm sure that's where they are now and then try to figure out the cause and then they're probably even bringing some kind of sports psychologist to talk to him about it. And so then he's got to, uh, you know, just gradually build back up to playing the way he was. Hmm. So I don't think he's going to come out in the draft after his freshman year in the college. It, it don't sound like that's going to happen. Hey, I, you, well, it, it depends on whether or not somebody's going to take a chance on it, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the NBA. And we'll see if he gets to play this year. Um, you know, if something like that happens to you. You may decide, hey, I don't need the money from the NBA. My dad has a whole bunch of money for me. You know, <laughs> I'll just get my degree and, and, and help work in his, all of his businesses that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everybody's just worried about him getting back, you know, 100% and just being healthy and leading a regular life. Um, I, I don't think there's any question this will probably hurt his draft stock. 
Um, oh, sure. Like I said, that's on the back burner right now. That's not what's important. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely going to drop. I mean, his back. age probably will allow him. Sorry, go ahead, Derek. No, I was just saying he's definitely going to drop. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, realistically, he's going to drop a few knocks. Maybe, maybe even out of the first round. It's possible. You know? But um, but there but there but, but there are more important things, obviously, man. You know, he doesn't have to do it for Right. Well, he's a health risk now too, so that in itself is going to probably drop him out of the first round. Right. That's that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, so I had a, the I guess quick question. Um, I know you don't got a lot of time. Um, uh, has there? I know there's been conversations, and I I, I don't have facts and information right now about um the different hormones that are now in foods and certain nutrition as well. And it's something I've been thinking about because I work with young people and things like that. Um, and do you think that that could have played a role in that type of like that type of reaction? Because I, I'm also thinking like, this is a young man who probably has access to the highest quality of living. Potentially. Right. I don't know what they do on a daily basis. Like you said, he could be drinking Kool-Aid and eating Mountain Dew, hot dogs, you know what I'm saying? And it's time when his father's not there or when he's not with, with his family. So we don't know, but um, he should have access to the highest quality of food. And I'm like, well, it may not be that, but that, that does play a role in our everyday lives. So what can we do to now when we see this type of thing to, to start thinking a little bit deeper about what we're doing and how it may affect our heart? Well, I, at this part in your life, uh, because we're over that age, you know, over 30, then we need to start looking at things that cause uh, our, uh, our, our risk to go up, such as high cholesterol, such as weight, such as stress, um, such as your high blood pressure. So we need to manage those things to help us live a long, live a long time. You know, I'm constantly mm. running up against patients who are trying to get off of their medication. Everybody's trying to do something, change something in their lifestyle so they can get off of, off their medication. So the question I always ask them, is your goal to live a long time or is it to get off medication? Right. And most of the people say, I want to live a long time. Then I say, well, if you want to live a long time, then take the damn medicine and keep taking it. You know, mm. don't, don't think that just because you're off the medicine that makes you healthier. Medicine, you know, is there for a reason. It's going to help lower your blood pressure, help lower your cholesterol and anything and help you with your diabetes. So my suggestion is we need to all sleep well. We need to exercise we need to decrease stress the best way we can, and we need to go to the doctor. Make sure you get your complete physical. Make sure you get your uh, your, your screens that you have to do. Uh, ladies, get your uh, Pap smears and uh, breast exams and mammograms done. Uh, men, get your cholesterol, your PSA uh, for your prostate and your uh, colonoscopies done. So we need to just take care of ourselves better. Can you, can you speak a little bit about BMI? Because I know that that um, plays a part. Right. Sure. Um, how important is it? What is it? How important is it? And um and um, you know, how, how do you how do you figure it out? I guess. You <laughs> Derek, um, you man is breaking up a little bit, Derek. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're I, I heard you say something about BMI. BMI stands for body mass index. It's a combination of your height versus your weight. Uh, it was put together by, of course, insurance companies. Uh, they based it upon some 19-year-old military recruits back in Minnesota, I believe is what it was. Um, it's not the excuse me, it's not the most accurate of things, but it's the only thing that we use now. And BMI uh, 19 to 25 is considered normal. 25 to 30 is considered overweight. Above 35 is considered obese. Um, 
And so what we tend to happen is, you know, we look at that and not everybody falls into that category, especially African-American women, unfortunately, because of their size, because of their uh, bone structure, not everybody falls into that BMI category. Excuse me, but unfortunately, you know, that's what we use. What's uh, the question somebody brought up real quick, uh, young lady, Tamika? Yeah, there you go. Also, What's up, Tamika? So we'll go, say it again. GFR, that's your glomerular filtration rate. That is your, that's for, excuse me, that's for your kidneys. That's your kidney function. Mm. All right, and we do right. that in the blood work that we take, your complete metabolic panel. It checks for your kidney function along with your blood sugar level and your electrolytes. Okay. I was taking notes. All right, guys. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. you. You yeah, guys have a great you, day. Appreciate you, brother, man. Everybody Thanks stay healthy. Do the right thing. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you for your time, man. Thank appreciate you very you. much. Thank you. Peace, my brother. All right. Damien in the middle. So we all like, we know, we said, the brother said, let's chop it out. Wish Ronnie James and his family the heal fast, healing hands of you to prayers and all other stuff. The ancestors can touch them. You know, we want the brother to get strong and just live a long life. We all just want him to live a long yeah. life. Like we, you know, if you're a father, you yes, know sir. you want your kids to live a long life, man. So longer than you did, a better life too. So we want that for the brother. So with that said, brother Curtis came on. Shout out to him again. Um, let's get into it, man. Some more, man. Here we go. Ron DeSantis, this son of a bitch, Florida Board of Education facing backlash over teachers of slave teaching of slavery in the U.S. Jamie, can you play the clip, please? Tonight, growing backlash against Governor Ron DeSantis and the Florida Board of Education over the state's new standards for teaching the history of U.S. slavery. These are the most robust standards in African-American history, probably anywhere in the country. The new guidelines require middle school students be taught, quote, how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. An idea Vice President Kamala Harris in Florida Friday lambasted. How is it? that anyone could suggest that in the midst of these atrocities that there was any benefit to being subjected to this level of dehumanization. In high school, the guidelines require the teaching of both acts of violence perpetrated against and by African-Americans, which Florida's Education Association says diminishes an event like the 1920 Ocoee Massacre, where at least 30 African-Americans were killed for attempting to vote. A volunteer member of the task force tells ABC News he stands by their work. Amid criticism, the standards gloss over the horrors of slavery. It is the case that Africans proved resourceful, resilient, and adaptive, and were able to develop skills and aptitudes which served to their benefit both while enslaved and after enslavement. And I wasn't involved in it. On the campaign trail, DeSantis distancing himself from the specifics of the curriculum, but still defending the new guidelines. I think that they're probably going to show um, some of the folks that eventually parlayed, uh, you know, being a blacksmith into, into doing things later, later in life. And tonight, Republican rivals for the 2024 presidential nomination piling on. Former Texas Congressman Will Hurd writing, slavery wasn't a jobs program that taught beneficial skills. It was literally dehumanizing and subjugated people as property because they lacked any rights or freedoms.
Uh, let me go to Damien first. Let me get your thoughts on it, brother. You doing this on purpose? Yep. Don't he have malaria to deal with in his state now? Like, what's going on? Why is he talking about anything? Like, why do they... How does he... Because They need to do a documentary on how he got here. The white supremacist. So he has to... He, he's doing what he white supremacy do. I don't know what he is, but I hope he... he I'm, you're going to get me... You're going to get me... I'm going. This is going to come back and haunt me at some point, talking about this dude. Well, you don't live in some Florida. Point. He... he uh, Yo, they uh, he doesn't seem to have any understanding of almost any subject matter that he speaks on. Any subject matter. That is, and this person is in what? The, the highest position in Florida, in a state? He's tasked with the responsibility of what? Governing and protecting and educating and supporting and passing bills. Like, and you put this person in a position of power what does it say about the people? At some point, we people are going to have to look at themselves and say, I'm okay with this or I'm not okay with it. And right now, it seems like a lot of people are okay with it because he has a bid for president of the United States. What does it say about the country? What does it say about people's ability to actually deal with the truth or facts? Like, it, it says so much that I'm trying to avoid going out of my way to just say something crazy about him not even crazy say something potentially accurate about him that might be disrespectful at this point it's just like this is not the type of person that should be allowed around other human beings like you know what i mean like what is he teaching his children what is he teaching his friends what are they talking and joking about i'm pretty sure florida has a decent population of people who identify as black and he wants those people, citizens, taxpayer, whatever you want to call them, to send their children to schools that's going to teach them such a blatant lie. And he's he defends it. But what does he say that. about those families? What does that say? Like, he's comfortable with that. He's comfortable with that. And there's enough people who support him in his constituency that are also comfortable with that. And, you know, it, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, it's being bared out, right? Because he wants to continue to whitewash and, and rewrite history. And really, when he speaks, and I'm listening to him speaking, it's clear he's not, he, number one, he's, he's got no sensitivity around this. And number two, he has no intelligence around this. He really doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just speaking to something that sounds popular to a constituency right now. And, mm -hmm. and you know, I mean, that's really when you when you really, really put this in full 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 force that's that's what we're getting out of it that's what i'm getting out of it anyway so i i, I oh mean my God. He, he he's not going to get enough votes but he's going to get a certain percentage of people who's going to support him on his tip so yeah, so, you know, it, yeah. It's sad. i think he's trying to tap i think he's trying to tap into the trump voter because he's so far back in points right and right thing. so he's tapping into that that trump I'm a racist, and Trump make me be right. proud of my racist ass, and and we try to get to that crowd with that. He's white trying to be, history. he's trying to be a a, a Trump 2.0, but he don't have his swag. He don't have his yeah. swag. I don't want to speculate so on what he's trying to be because so I think he was that before Trump. No, no, he was that before Trump. No, we agree he was that before Trump, but now he's so far in the he got to tap in and to pull something out of it. We all know he's that before Trump. I ain't right. making an excuse for him. I don't he no, is not who he excuse. is. But he's trying to. It is. No, no. This is who he is. 
It's not It ain't got nothing to do with Donald Trump. I don't like Donald Trump at all, but it has no, he is who no. he is. No, he we been, missing the point. He's made it okay for him to speak like this though. No, he didn't. Trump. He was saying He's it before okay. Trump. Like, he yo, there's like too much. Crazy in public like this. He never spoke this crazy. Listen, there's too much of this. Trump made it okay. People was doing way worse things than Trump was saying before he got in office, before he was saying this stuff. We got to just be honest. These are the people. The reason why Trump was comfortable saying this stuff, because the people like him was like, good one. They they were patting him on the back. Yeah, and now, this, David, I don't think. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, no, David, David, you don't have to do it that ain't... and say you don't have to say that. Listen, let people get their point across. You don't have to do it like that. The no, no, is... I, I did interrupt and I apologize. This is why I don't want to even get yeah, I got you. So what Gordon and I think we both want to say well, people, yes, it's always been like that, but politicians never talk openly like this on public forums. No, not like this, not to the level has it been in the last four or five years, six years now, since that it's been right. really out of control now. It wasn't like that. You had it was always backstage, we had underlying stuff. You can't catch too many people, that many at uh, this number of people on camera all the time seeing some off brand shit. It just really Biden, low. Clinton, low. Bush, low. Bush, no, Cheney, no, Pence, like this, all of them baby, done it. This level. No, you can say that, but not to this level of what you're trying to say. It's not to that level. It's no way possible you can catch this many. You can't get this many clips or every week. Every week you can get a new clip. You wasn't getting that back in the day. You got some well, they, I don't think shit. they were making as many speaking engagements, but you didn't I have. A, you. I, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you like this, Damien. Like I said, bro, we're, we're sharing opinions, so continue to share. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Continue to do you. We didn't have a Marjorie Taylor Greene in the Senate at any time ever that I can remember ever that spoke like she's speaking right now. You know what I mean? So it's, I mean, they're talking real reckless right now and violent. They never got like this before. They've gotten extra since Trump. I mean, it's just it, he created a cult. I mean, it is what it is. You got to call it what it is at this point. Mm. To you, they never felt safe like My bad. that before. They never felt safe like that. Thanks to social media to get instant feedback from right. a lot of the individuals. Yeah. So now, as a result of that, they get a little emboldened. And, Fox. and, talks come out. and don't forget the media, yeah. Fox, the conservative platforms. But, they changed the. Yeah, but, but, those, but those have always sort of been there. Hey, Derek, go yeah, we're going yeah. in and out, man. We miss the spots. I think maybe the headset, take it off, maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah. And probably unplug it. Go straight to the computer. Nah, I can't hear him at all. Is that, take the mute button off. Take the mute button off. I'm trying like this. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's better. Okay. All right. Better. All right. Fantastic. Yeah, we've always had we've always had conservative um um out media outlets, but the difference is we never had social media like this. And now those those people can get instant feedback from like-minded individuals and they can get a little bit of you know confidence. That comes in numbers. So now as a result of that, they kind of go forward with their messaging. So now it's I think for, for that reason, it sounds like it's more than it's ever been. You know what I mean? But really, they just have a lot of, right right now to, to, to maybe to Damien's point. Um they've always sort of been that way, but now it seems like it's worse because uh now they have, have uh, an amplified voice, you know, and you can hear it, you can play it every time you play that clip over and over and over again, and you can share it with your people and you can get an attitude about it and you can share your attitude with your friends and everybody can get them. It becomes this incredible thing. But we've always had racism and we've always had those people, those kind of people. Uh, right. But now, you know, we always, we always, I think the heat is fucking up your audio. I think the heat in your house is fucking up your audio. Yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th I, think, I, think, I think what Derek's trying to say is everybody's more in bubbles now. 
So their bubbles mm -hmm. gotten gotten bigger because of social media and those algorithms. You're listening to what you want to listen to. So that's that's creating more division in in the country as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand your point that there was people with racist tones, but I think at the level is like it's every minute you get a clip, man. Every minute, oh, yeah. All right, y'all got it. Got <laughs> it. Like, it's not about y'all got it, it's not about who's right, who's wrong. It's just right. what you might maybe you saw stuff we didn't see more of than because I don't remember right. being like this. But I'm just saying, so you you telling me this is some nuanced thing when we, you know, 60 years ago was Ruby Bridges and stuff like that, where they was literally lining up. We just saw a picture of, of what the, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. This is not this is not some new phenomenon. This is no, no. the police been beating and killing we, black people. No it's not here, new. No one here said that, Damien. But y'all saying it's this new thing because this one dude, it's not bro, one dude. It's a bro. country of people. It's millions bro, of people that's bro, powering that. All, you want to narrow it down to one name. I think, I think you're missing the point again. I think we all know. I'm not missing the point. Bro. I've heard many people sit there and be like, because of Trump, that's the lie. He didn't create it. That's all I'm trying to say. He did not create this. This has been no, going on for hundreds of years. He didn't amplify it either. What they used him as a scapegoat. Media companies literally was putting him on there for ratings. <laughs> all right, you're right. I'm, no, that's why I don't want to get into this. Damien, I hate when people do that. You, you're right. You're right to give up on it. Yeah, yeah. Yo. Can you bring up what EOT just said real quick? Can you hear me jump in? Create this. Yeah. He was just that megaphone. And that's what we're saying. He wasn't that he was he was he was larger than life of a character that made it. We didn't say he didn't create this. We know about the history. We know what Malcolm X and we know what everybody said about this. We know that. It's just it to a level of where television even changed. The media coverage, like I said, Fox became Fox was always fucked up, but they got really fucked up. CNN knew what they was doing. They all changed it up and just started letting people. It was just so much of it. But he drove it because it was a moneymaker. And now everybody's trying to live off the moneymaker still, especially the Santas. He's trying to get and everybody his, drunk he, off that power. People are drunk off power right now. So they mm -hmm. they they doing whatever they can to get into power. They don't care. They'll mm -hmm. lie as much as they have to because now it's okay. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you pissed off now, you better be mad some more because it's gonna get worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with you. I, I can't Real quick. I pissed off at I, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, uh here we go. Some more racist shit. Justice Department. Well, this might work. The Justice Department sues Texas over. Buoy barriers in Rio Grande. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? Three hours, the Justice Department sued Texas Governor Greg Abbott over the floating barriers meant to prevent illegal border crossings. Placed in the Rio Grande River, the GLJ calls those bright orange buoys a risk to public safety and presents humanitarian concerns. The lawsuit asked a court to force Texas to remove a line of buoys stretching roughly 1,000 feet near Eagle Pass. Federal officials had given Governor Greg Abbott until 1 o'clock today to agree to do so or face legal action. This morning, the governor sent a letter to President Joe Biden saying, quote, Texas, we'll see you in court, Mr. President. The issue about what a state can do to defend itself against what it regards, rightly or wrongly, as a, quote, invasion is an open question and something that's of significance not only to Texas, but to other border states as well. Our suit basically says that now, this lawsuit follows another one filed earlier this month by the owner of a canoe and kayak business on the Rio Grande. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sorry about that, man. Fucking Jamie sent me something. Um, thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah. I don't know if y'all can hear me or not, man. Yeah, we can Okay. Good, good, good. Uh, uh, man. All right. State rights. You know, that's what's really at stake right now. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, as abhorrent as it may sound, I'm depending on your political persuasion. And I'm an independent, by the way, so I can, you know, I feel the way I feel. You know, I look, I try to look at it from all perspectives. This is really a state's rights issue. You know what I mean? Um, and this is a very, very important, um, if they go to court, it's going to be very, very important. You know? Um, yeah, I think I need to dial in from my phone. Yeah, Derek, you, yeah, you, you breaking up bad, bro. We breaking okay. up bad, yeah. Um, Gordon, any thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm like thinking to myself, I mean, this is my first time saying this. Is is this like an extension of the wall? I mean, if they're keeping out illegals, I I, I really don't understand what the, the issue would even be with that unless they're endangering lives. Um, if you're not endangering lives, then I don't, I don't see what's the big issue with this. And obviously, this has got to go the legal route. It's got to go into the courts and they got to figure this all out. But um, I, I, don't, I don't see the issue with it, to be honest. Damien? Um, I'm not sure what, what, so what's the right that there, what's the state right that's being challenged? So I, I, I would need to know a little bit more information about it just to really understand it. Um, because they're trying to protect themselves from an invasion of people. I mean, it like even the phrasing of illegals just sounds wild. It's dehumanizing. So it's, it's like, it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it, I think Derek is right when he says it'll be interesting um, when the facts come out a little bit more and there will be, if there is going to be a national conversation, I think it'll be something worth following. But I'm uh, sometimes it's the same thing with the voter suppression kind of talk where they're like, oh, they're, there's a, so much voter fraud. When they found out it was like one thousandth of a percent, possibly. It was, it's it just, it sounds like they're creating um, these issues to 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 make it look like they're doing something. You get what I mean? Like whoever's in these positions is like, well, we're gonna create a boogeyman or, or an issue at, so we can do these things. And it's, and it just, for right now, I'm just looking at it like, it sounds like another dumb thing that's going on in another group of people's mind. Yeah, and, and it shows that the, the data shows that it doesn't deter anybody. From stop coming in all this like yeah. I it's and, it's and with taxpayers if i'm a taxpayer in texas and you wasting billions of dollars on some some balls and it was a razor wire going down a river i'm, I'm tight like when when, my, when you got our failing schools and all that other stuff that you got going on it's like i'm, I'm like yo you got this 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 dude in the wheelchair got to go he has to go man and like you know like let's roll his ass into the water and he got to go <laughs> i'm just saying let's see if he can swim back like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all kind of shit. Like, it's, but it doesn't make sense really for... I, I just went to a training today so so crazy about this whole thing that's like with these migrants coming on. Like my neighborhood has an influx of them now because by the hotel, Gordon, by the Crown Hotel used to be over here. You know, yeah. um, on the way, is, is everybody is there now. And it's like, it's so sad to see people that's looking for work and, the, and, they, and they can't get the work. It's just, and I'm like, and nobody, and all those people in Texas, they got all those farms down there, want to hire these people, but the governor's saying you can't hire these people. And the farms right. are failing. 
it's a real backwards ass thing. Like these, you got and so we're taking our jobs, but none of these white boys want these jobs. It's hard. I don't know. My family come from farming, so I, it's hard work. So it's like I don't understand how they can go against their own thing. He's gonna spend the money on this this balls with razor wire down the river and all this other shit, and then send people on buses that the taxpayers are paying for. And these farmers are struggling, and they could do they yeah. can get the work and they get they get this food shortage and everything going and get it popping. But not just you know that's it's just crazy to me. It's it's been a it's been a societal issue of people being convinced to like vote against their own self interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this idea of this phrase taking our jobs. I would love to know which jobs are being taken, and who's like, I'm mad that I can't you know sell to you know sell oranges this is this is this is my life sorry it's not to be disrespectful at all but it's like just what jobs are you losing like how big is the coal mining industry in this country right now i don't think it's that huge but if you can provide me with some information i'm fine with like listening and learning you know what i mean like if farms are failing and they need support and help and there are actual groups of people that are willing to do that why not give them some type of pathway some type of support so they can go and help because now one group is is getting something out of it and another group that needs the help is getting something out of it so at the very least you can hang your hat on saying well now we have people who are willing to support y'all do you want their you know what i mean just it just sounds it it sounds like there's so much illogical behavior in these places that it's just it, it sometimes it can get very upsetting to even discuss some of the nonsense that these people are doing because it doesn't it doesn't make sense. There's no way to to, to outside of we just want to keep things going the way we're going and we're going to do whatever it takes to mis misinform and confuse and keep people so wrapped up in the nonsense mm-hmm. that they don't know what we're really doing. That's mm-hmm. the only thing I could think that makes sense out of this thing. Mm-hmm. See the problem. The problem, Damien, is that you're thinking of it rationally. They're thinking irrationally. You hit the nail on the head. They vote against their best interests because they're they're fighting culture wars. And one thing they do well is they get behind whatever the message is. Now, when you unpack that message, it's almost like a robot that goes awire. They they don't have actual rational answers. They just know this is the message I'm supposed to regurgitate. So that's kind mm-hmm. of where we're at with that. So that speaks to exactly what you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 definitely sad because, I mean, you know the phrase you tell you say a lie enough times it becomes the truth. That's right. That seems to be like the right. most accurate thing about this country at the point in time, right? It seems like you can make up a lot of things and just continuously say it and put it on whatever platform you need it to be publicized. And people will believe it, even if you wasn't can always literally like that. put facts in their face. It wasn't face. always like and that, Dave. That's what I mean. It wasn't <laughs> always like It wasn't. You, some it dumb people like would be called out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dumb people would be called out. Derek, how you feeling? Are you back? I think He's so, man. Now. I get on a different okay. network, man, right quick, man. I'm, I'm, I'm beat up, man. So, technical difficulties. Um, who who did you upset? I feel like he said something on the last show that somebody was like, "Nah, we got to stop him. Cut his mic." Technical difficulties. No, I think it's something with this link. My headphones. I couldn't get my headphones to work either, too. So there is something with this link. This time was kind of. I think I don't know. Jamming. I can't. My my. I don't have my headphones on. I'm just going straight to my computer. 
It's gonna bug back. Can y'all hear me now? Can y'all hear me no, now? You, you're, you're breaking up still. Wow. Deep. All right. All right. Uh, let's get Go Sean. On. Let me get Sean the questions back up, Jamie. Uh, what's the first one again? Immigrants have been coming in this country for years and working farms, serving, jo- serving jobs for years. White folks are afraid of becoming a minority in this country, so the only way to survive is to keep immigrants out of control, uh, keep immigrants out and control women's reproduction. You're right about that, a thousand and one percent on that word up. But go ahead. Can I ask a question? Weren't they just trying their hardest to get people from the Ukraine to migrate over here? Like, wasn't that in the last two years? White babies, baby. They need white babies. I'm just saying, like, the, and I oh. heard that there was a lot of racism in the Ukraine, too. So is there anybody putting buoys? Damien, they're selective I, about I'm who they curious. let in the country. They're being selective about who they let in the country. Yeah. 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 And the misnomer. But it's is, like. Yeah, go ahead. The mis- I, was the, the, if, I just saw the data. I literally have the data. I wish I had, had it in front of me for this conversation. The misnomer is like the thing is all Mexicans and drugs. It's mostly the, the majority of people coming from Venezuela. The majority of people coming are women. After that, it's children and men. So it's like then yep. the men is low. So that's the mis- that's the misnomer of the whole thing right there. Then you have different people. You got people from Haiti. You got people from Japan. All these people and the, the trail coming from from South America is insane. I was just with the whole day today. I was doing this old training today on on this thing. They're looking so at it as non-white. Yeah, non-white. They, it's about it's about it's about population. Like if somebody right. thinks I don't know if somebody wrote this a text or something. I just saw somebody say population. Maybe I said it, and it's about that. And then, they better start want to get some of this melanin. Their number is becoming from, diluted. In a minute. <laughs> families now they're becoming more diluted. I mean, it is you yeah. know that's, that's where the numbers are trending. Yeah. So, but yeah. um, there's some conspiracy theories about that too. With you know, we don't got to get into it, but the organ donors and finding oh, yeah. ways to extract melanin. Yeah, we hope some of, these, some of these immigrants don't start getting missing. They're gonna try to get them organs with them people. That's a whole nother subject. But anyway, yeah, Jamie, yeah, take us right. to commercial, man. By that time, boy Derek mm-hmm. can get his thing together, man. Take us to commercial, Jamie. Yeah, Derek, you need a you need a sign that you just write your notes on and just show them to the screen. <laughs> nice, sound good right now. But Jamie, take us to commercial, bro. <laughs> Purify IV got started uh, through a friend of mine coming to me with a, a great idea, a great concept um, that started out through a friend of his in, in Swanee, Georgia. One of the medical doctors is my best friend, so I thought it would work well here in Cornelius in the Charlotte area. One of the things that inspired me to open up this space was the overall wealth and wellness and clinical feel. A uh, good way of, of looking at it is uh, we have a drip for pretty much any occasion. So whether it's performance recovery, let's say you're into a performance, um, uh, you're an athlete, or you train or you run a cross train. Uh, we attend several of those type of events, so we have a drip for that. We have something for the average person. If you had a long weekend, of course, the most well-known is the Myers Cocktail. Uh, we have something for women, skin, hair, nails. Um, and of course, we have something for immunity. The effects pretty much are immediate in terms of what people feel. They feel um, energized and feeling refreshed. Um, I had one friend of mine um, who followed up with me a day or two later. She was like, she just felt like she was glowing. She had the nail hair and skin. So she said, you know, I just feel like this extra glow uh, for whatever reason. So I said, well, I'm pretty sure it's the benefit of the drip. When you come and visit Purify IV, you can expect a warm, inviting space. 
Uh, we want to take your mind off of coming to a medical clinic. Uh, we are a wellness clinic, but we're more of a, a med spa feel. It's warm, it's relaxing. You can sit down in a uh, massage chair. You can sit down in one of our private rooms, recline back, watch television. Uh, we want to create an experience for our clients. What separates us a lot in terms of comparison to other um, IV hydration uh, spaces is that we make all of our drips very fresh. Everything has to come direct from the pharmacy and has to meet certain specs. So we actually have mobile services. Uh, we go to Mooresville area, Charlotte area, Gastonia area. We can come to you. My personal goal at the end of each day is to hydrate as many people as possible and everybody can feel as rejuvenated as we do. You want to stay hydrated, you want to be hydrated, you want to be rejuvenated, and of course you want to be well. WCCB Charlotte's Carolina Insight is brought to you by Purify IV Charlotte. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? If you like what you've seen from the four brothers here, give us a thumbs up. Like and subscribe to the channel so you can stay notified when we go live and post new content. Thank you for the support. Yo, what's up, yo, what's up? Back, before we move on, I do want to apologize for just getting really agitated at the conversation earlier. I know it's it's not against anybody on the show or anything like that, but these topics and these narratives have been something that has plagued my brain for decades. And it's just like one of these things where at some point we just gonna have to call a spade a spade. The person's a racist, he's a bigot, he's a this, he's a that. And it don't matter who or what else is the thing. If you choose to be a certain way and do certain things, we're going to have to call you out on it and just say, oh, that's who you are. You know, but um, yeah, I just want to definitely uh, make sure that everybody understands that it's definitely just it's a triggering subject. But um, what's what are we what are we talking about? And are you are we talking about the Giants? Are they doing well? I'm not even watching football this year. Yeah, but, you know, Barkley's back, man. I got you know. I just felt like putting my my Giant hat on, man. I'm feeling Saquon's good. Saquon's back, head. baby. How are the Jets doing? I, and I, as I understand, that's a dirt question. Aaron Rodgers making great throws to Wilson. They're they looking good, as I understand it. You know, we'll see. Are they doing well, Derek? Can you can you hold up a sign? Can you just? <laughs> good. Oh, you you sound good. You sound good. Oh, see there. I had you listen. I had to go to the backup of the backup, man. You know, but um, listen, man. Yeah, tertiary backup. So listen, man. Um, the Jets are the Jets, man. I'm just excited. We're just happy to be there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's the Jets. You know, but now nah, I think I'm we we got a little we got a little optimism going into it. So you know, I'm I'm, I'm gonna see about it. You know, um, I'm not gonna talk too much. I don't want to jinx it because the minute I start watching them too early in the season, it start to mess up. I know that I am the key, actually. You know what I mean? Because if I'm watching too much, it start to mess up. So I'm gonna relax, let it ease into the and then I'm gonna quietly get in. I'm gonna quietly jump on the bandwagon. I'm just gonna slide mm -hmm. on a little bit. You know what I mean? And just ride it, sit in the back. Be quiet, and maybe nobody will notice me for a little while. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Be, nice. Be all right, man. I shout out to Jalen Brown of the Boston Celtics. He signed what a three hundred and four million dollar five year contract. Amazing. Oh my God. I support it. Yeah. I support it. Uh, to be the second best player on the team. And what does that mean? That don't mean nothing. Yeah. I played the wrong. Team. That don't mean nothing. If you gonna give him what? What were they going to do? Trade them and be the, the sixth best team in the East? Or are they going to uh, keep them and be maybe the number one team? If Brown got that, who are the real superstars in the league going to get now? Facts. Does it matter? The the owners are still making a <laughs> killing. Who's making the real money? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, but get we your like, money. We ain't playing. We ain't play, nobody's turning the TV on to see the owners. So I don't care if the owners going to get. But they are turning on to watch the Boston Celtics because if they got rid of them, they was going to lose a lot of money on television on all that. Yeah, they, ticket yeah, sales. I mean, depends what kind of package you would got back from though. NBA is never you, you got to move that money. You got to move. You got to move. Who you trading? I don't know. Who, I mean, what I team is? I don't know. It's just saying, but I, he's good. But like, damn. I mean, is he is he top? He's not a top ten player. Is he a top twenty no. player? Yeah, he's definitely went in the top ten to twelve. Yeah, ten. To is 12. he? All he's all NBA. He's all he's all NBA. So is Julius Randle. All star. Huh? Julius Randle's all NBA. He's better than Julius Randle. Have you looked at their numbers? It's not about the numbers. Look, if Julius names and I put the numbers next to each other, they're gonna look real similar, Damien. If Julius Randle was on um, Boston right now, they would not be a better team. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about just his numbers and then what he makes. So Julius Randle's making like twenty. He's close to thirty. He's making double that. Julius Randle's getting bumped in the first <laughs> round. He's trying to play for a championship. Okay. Julius Randle got better numbers than Draymond. You want to take you you want to put Julius Randle on? Golden State will not trade Draymond Green for Julius Randle right now. Even after punching Jordan Poole in the face. They're going to be like, "Nah, we'll keep him. You keep Julius Randle over there." You can get a lot of good numbers on a bad team though. Did Draymond make all NBA this year? No. No. <laughs> Did he ever? <laughs> Did he ever? That, oh my god, no, you know what? I don't, yeah, yeah, but you know, not probably, all probably, yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, anyhow, yeah, yeah, anywho, I don't, I don't want to mm-hmm. get us too far on the yeah, we can go to one later. Fox viewers, <laughs> right, gives a reward, gives a, gives a reward, Fox 4 viewer gives a reward to Dallas couple who helped catch kidnapper suspect after Crime Stoppers declined to pay out the reward. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? Please. Fox 4 News is getting results. We first reported on Crime Stoppers' refusal to issue a reward to a couple who was key to Dallas police arresting a most wanted fugitive. Today, a Fox 4 viewer stepped up to do what he says Crime Stoppers failed to do. Fox 4's Lori Brown is live. Lori. Corey, a Fox 4 viewer told us that he knew he needed to do the right thing for a family that did not hesitate when face-to-face with a top 10 most wanted fugitive. We've been hearing a lot of thank yous and that we are heroes. We were there as Fox 4 viewer Cliff Freeman hand-delivered a check to Kenyatta and Brianna Jordan. I know you guys have been through a lot, and uh, I just want to tell you, I saw your story that Lori did on Channel 4, and uh, it just touched my heart. Freeman is a Dallas um, native and know, business owner. Did, what you guys did was put yourselves at risk, um, and uh, you took a bad guy off the street. And uh, you're my heroes for that. You're welcome. You sure can. Then Brianna Jordan saw the amount. For $5,000. Thank you so much. I'm trying not to <laughs> tear up out here. Yeah. Hey, I know everybody gonna see this. When I saw the story, I teared up, so it's okay. It's yeah. it's it's a good thing. It's yes, it is. Tears of joy. The Jordans are parents of six young children. Seven, six, four, three, one, and six months. 
So when they saw reports that Leonard Neal was wanted for abducting a nine-year-old boy and seven-year-old girl and sexually assaulting the girl, they looked at his photo carefully. When they thought they saw him at a bus stop, they called 911. As Neal got on the bus, they followed it while talking to police. Before police arrested Neal, he cut his throat with a box cutter. The chair who oversees North Texas Crime Stoppers told us that the Jordans could not receive the reward because their tip went through 911 instead of their tip line. Freeman told us he believed the Jordans' actions were deserving of the reward anyway, which is why he provided the amount in full. I don't have Crime Stoppers number programmed into my phone, but I do have 911, and I guarantee a 911 is the first number that I'm going to call. Freeman said he wants to show the community that Crime Stoppers or not, when you do the right thing, the community will have your back. On top of that, uh, we were able to contact Six Flags. Six Flags is providing the Jordan family with tickets to attend the park. We want to help celebrate this with you, this, this great thing that you guys have done, and Six Flags has also wanted to, to participate in that as well. We just need more heroes like you guys. It's a blessing. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Hey, I'm I want to hug Miss Number waiting. 4 here. That's all right. <laughs> Love Thank you guys. You. Thank you so much. After we brought this issue to his attention, Dallas Mayor Pro Tem Tanel Atkins began working to address the root of the problem so it doesn't happen again. He says he will have an announcement about a solution Tuesday. I think they didn't give him the reward because he wore a Dak Prescott jersey and now he's going to lose his jersey. <laughs> I was going to say something about that too. And I was like, wait, let me make sure I'm saying the right person. Because I was like, what if it's a Romo jersey and I'm just wrong because I forgot? But. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh shout out to the person who actually gave the money. Um I was trying to figure out what is Crime Stoppers. It, it's like a community hotline organization or something like that. I know sometimes it's managed by nonprofits, sometimes it's managed by the police, but at the end of the day, if yeah, they're offering a reward for using their service, right? And if they don't want to offer the reward, what are they there for? Facts. We got crime. You happy that crime got off the street, right? Don't you supposed to reward people? You help get crime off the street, especially a pedophile. Yeah. And right, it's it's not even like <laughs> somebody that might have stole from a store. This is the type of crime that everybody agrees with. This is no. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no debate. There's no no. What? Yeah. If, 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 if somebody would kill that pedophile, everybody would agree with it. Like, okay, cool. Nobody yeah, does, so, <laughs> nobody the of it, and then they're like, "Oh, you didn't use our number." That I'm, I wonder if they'd have said that to one of the Golden Girls. You know, I'm just just curious. You gonna see some yeah, yeah, I mean, they 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 wrote them off because of a technicality. So to me, they didn't act in good faith. But yeah. um, like you said, big ups to to my man. Uh, I mean, that just shows there's still good people in this country. You know, you just love to see that type of goodwill. Um, so I'm glad it worked out that way. But yeah, I I really gotta take a harder look at what Crime Stoppers is all about if they're gonna eliminate people off technicalities like that. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. I know I never worry about, you know what I'm saying, who basically oversees that. So yeah, fantastic PR as well to the for the business owner. Fantastic PR, well deserved PR. For his business, shout him out. Uh, you know what I mean. So, um, so it's great all around. Yeah, that's yeah. and and think about how other businesses could just instead of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on influencers, imagine if you just did something nice for somebody in your community. 
How many That's people fun. would come to pay, patronize how, that family? That family, they said they had what? Five children, six children. Yeah. If yeah, if a business is is supporting that family, you have generations of children who are going to support your business off of just something like that. I'm telling too much. Hire me as a consultant. I get your business right. And, and Six Flags is a good look for Six Flags now. But yeah, you know, it's actually good for Six Flags. It, yeah, it just it's so crazy because no, like the man said, no one has Crime Stoppers in their phone. We all know right, not right. one. That, yeah. And like Crime Stoppers, up, they're gonna ask a whole bunch of questions. Nine one one, we know it's gonna be on it. Like you know, they're gonna come like, all right, where he's on the bus, yeah, he's wearing this, that, and the third. He got a box cutter. Some bitches cut his throat now. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so, like, Yo, he must have been out of his mind. I wish he would have bled out. I wish he would have bled out. Because now we're wasting yeah. taxpayers' dollars to split his ass in jail for the rest of the life. Like, in the hospital life. now. You got to put him in the hospital. Yeah, and the when hospital. Word. You got to put him in the hospital now. Word. But you know what? When he gets to jail, he can happen either. Because like you said, everybody's going to automatically think 911. Yep. So I doubt this is the first time this has happened, ever happened. Yeah. That's mm. true. That's but, true, DOTs. Yep. He's going to go to jail. And in jail, more than likely, he not going to, whatever they sentence him, he not going to make it all the way through. Like one thing, thing I'm aware of in jail, they don't play with it's people. The crazy thing now with jail because I got a lot of alleged friends that you know uh, went to jail. Now the pedophiles are protected more by who? The police? Yeah, by the institution? They they, they, they they change it up. They try to protect the pedophiles a little bit more. They try to put them in sex 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 dorms more. All kind of stuff. They get a little bit more lenient. Yeah, everything got PC now, so it was like before they they got dealt with, but now it's like. They got rights. <laughs> so no, and, and, I, and I do believe they have rights. I just feel like they forfeit a lot of them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Dave. Hell yeah. Yeah, they forfeit. I they mean, should. Word up. Word up. One of, um, guy, you remember Jibo Gordon? He was, he was the first one. Jibo from uh, one across Rockway. He was the first one to tell me. He said, yo, the pedophiles got brand protection. Because it was back in like the 90s, too many, too many, you know, they call them tree jumpers. They was in there. And he said, yo, we can't even beat their asses like we used to anymore. And then mm. somebody else told me the same thing. And I think Mike Tyson, when he says that the pedophiles are protected in jail. Mm. So it's, it's crazy now, man. Crazy. It's be, it's be, you know, it's be a certain cold. Because everybody in jail got children. Most people. Yes. Right. You know what I'm saying? They got little sisters and brothers and stuff. Everybody, that used to be the cold. Like, word, we got one of them in here. When I worked in mm -hmm. a real quick story, when I worked in a juvenile jail, that the the sex dorm knocked out all the kids that did pedophile crimes, like rape little girls. Like if he was like 17, 16, raped a nine-year-old, eight-year-old, they knocked out all their teeth. Yeah. All had the teeth missing. They said if you want to suck dick, you don't need teeth. Swear to God. Now, Sam Gentleman Block Man, that's a true story, Sam. That's what came from the kids' mouth to me. Don't don't do no role for me, Sam, on that one. That's a true story, man. I've heard stories. Yeah, man. So all right, Jamie, here we go. Ready, Jamie? I mean, Man says he has four wives because he can't stop cheating. Jamie, play the clip. This <laughs> is Jerome. He fell in love with Jasmine. Jerome cheated in all his previous relationships. I never felt like one female could amount to everything that I wanted. Jasmine was dope. She was able to cook. She was able to clean. So the couple decided to open up their relationship. And now Jerome has four wives. We don't have a maximum limit of people in a relationship. But the outside world has scrutinized their way of life. This old man is pimping y'all young, dumb A-words. <laughs> Today... Jerome's sibling is coming over to discuss how they feel about the ever-growing household. I laughed at it. I thought y'all was just a big joke. I thought y'all was on some freaky type 
Hi, I'm Deja. Hi, I'm Jasmine. Hey, I'm Tisha. Hi, I'm Jasmine. And we're all dating the same man. <laughs> I say Jeff Rome's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jeff Rome. Is that is that like the other ending to the Big Ron story? It's like, you know, sometimes Big Ron gets his heart broken. Other times, Big Ron gets what he deserves. Um, I mean, look, if, if they're happy, like at the end of the day, if they're happy, whose business is it? Facts. Yeah. Listen, they got five incomes coming to that joint. Right. They're happy. They look happy. They look healthy. They don't look like they're arguing. And and they was that the house by the lake? That was the house. That was the house by the lake. I believe that was. I nice. believe that was. And you and the projects mad? Facts. Tumbleweeds <laughs> blown by. Now, now to be honest, if like let people live their life, if they're not harming anybody, they're and they seem to be happy. They're not creating any type of distress or anything. Doing anything. You don't see anybody being abused. Then what's the issue? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> of, of, and of it's a, a solution. Yo. He can't. He 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 couldn't stop cheating, but he figured out a solution. That's called divergent thinking. Right, so That's on. creative solutions. That's problem solving at its best. That's right. A solution yeah. to a non-problem. Yeah, other cultures have it, right? Other cultures have it, and they you know nobody's right. like screaming at them. And some of these no. people live in huts and all kind of shit. No, our concept of marriage historic is 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 actually pretty new. His, you know, historically speaking. Yeah. yeah, You know, that's true. That's true. Throughout civilization, the history. But listen, of civilization, all the people in the Bible, they Solomon had many wives, right? That's in your, in your day Bible. People had wives. Hey, religion and yeah. laws. Religion and laws created this environment, right? Yeah. So yeah. this our Jerry. This our Jerry Springer segment. Is that what we doing right now? <laughs> Look, they well, were I, smiling I and R. laughing. What about R. Most Kelly when I'm watching this? I'm like, yo, R. Kelly oh got a case. I'm going that way. Look, 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 this is me. He did get some R. Kelly vibes. But listen, as long as Jerome little older, as long as Jerome got some Viagra, you know what I'm saying? And let these girls go look. to the pooper, he's straight. That's, all That's a lot of responsibility. That's See, a lot of responsibility. It has to happen, though. We have to revisit this in five to ten years and yeah. see, see what it all looks like. That's <laughs> look, really the if, test. if he's That's still happy test. and they still happy, if look. they still happy, yeah, it's a great test. A lot of people don't follow in these footsteps. Yeah. I mean, think about it this way: there's a lot of unhappy people who are arguing about relationships every day on the internet. True. They don't look like they're arguing. No, they winning. They got a house on the hill, a house near the lake. I, I just got to see the setup. Is like they got all their own separate rooms, or I, 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 want, I would love to see the whole setup. Yo, what if he got three king size? Like you know how you could put them together, three king size. They got alternating days. Like how does this whole thing work? Are you asking because you're gonna take notes? I'm curious. Man. I'm curious. Are you gonna take notes? I'm just curious. Like, would you take notes? I got my notepad and pen right now. Look, I'm ready. I'm downloading Otter. I'm recording everything man. he said. Give me the game. I, I That's a Jeff lot Rome. of responsibility. That's a young man's game right there. Trust me. All right, now now here's the question. Since we since we go, we went all the way left already. I'm already out of the camera shot. I'm, I should ask it with my camera off. 
not now, hypothetically, right? Hypothetically, long, long time ago, long, long time ago. If you had, imagine if it was brought to you as an option. Now, here's the situation. Hey, we both truly care about you. We truly have loving feelings. We love you and love with you. We want to we want to try this. Not now. This is a reasonable. It's not like oh, we are madly in love. You got to marry us both. It's not an ultimatum. If two women came to you and said, "We want to try this. We love you. We care about you. We believe we can make this work." What are you saying? I'm in it. I'm in. <laughs> Derek, don't answer. You can hold up a sign. <laughs> huh? Derek, the money. Huh? Hey. I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do. I need, huh? I'm going to give me an IV I'm going to I'm going to give me an energy boost and IV driven Gordon, right? <laughs> pop two pills real quick. Cool. <laughs> I mean, there are probably some women who would say, look, if I can have three husbands who all go to work, bring in 60, 70K each. EOTs. <laughs> you mean by that, EOTs? I, I, For American wives, hell no. Oh boy. Oh, she's about to hey. start something. Yeah. Damien said two. I already said two. I, I didn't I didn't two, was too many. Two, two is good. Two is good. I need to get a pass. Two is good. Right? That's the cutoff. <laughs> two is the oh, okay. I, I learned something. Thank you. That's all I, I needed. Right. Can't get one of them home away. Gotta get one get four from another place, man. It'd be a headache over here, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, four is too many. Four is too many. Oh my God! So, but but two, it might be the sweet spot. What about three? Like, can we can we look? Can I get two? Can I get three? 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 Can I get four? 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 You want four? You want five? 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 We gonna do this? It's like a book. It's like it's like spades. It's two and a possible. He said two and a possible. That's not a good Yo, so, Can we shout out Sam? Sam, Jamie, the the our producer. Five incomes is a lot of money for the home, right? Yo, what if you? You know how many houses? You, what you could buy a house next to your house? Thanks, the money. He said, "Nah, that's too much penis to manage." What? Because <laughs> oh, you want five men? No, nah, <laughs> that's too much to manage. Listen, Adam Twenty Two is living his life. He, he, you know, his oh, wife shit. got was. <laughs> she got black blown out. Derek is completely out of this combo. Derek, like. Huh? Speaking no English, Derek. Huh? Your, camera, your, your mic is messing up, Derek. Just mute yourself huh? for a little bit. <laughs> That's crazy, though. I mean, but um, so the 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 video did say he had four wives because he can't stop cheating. Now, do people see this as a viable solution? And also. It it looked like it was an agreement between the two because they said they didn't put a limit. Yeah. So there may be some great parameters. They might be doing a life insurance game. They might be holding it. Damn, yo, that might be the move. Yeah. Like, How listen, many? Ayanna Von Sant said that at her age. She said she with she's with that kind of lifestyle now. At her age, she said because she yeah. said I want the comfort, of, the stability of the family, and if you want to get a younger woman, say she got to be younger. She said. To have so mm. for sexual needs because like, I'm chilling with that. I'm good with that. She don't. She dealt with the husband was alive, but she realized like he really wanted to be that lifestyle, and that's what she said. Mm. I didn't realize at the time, but at least this dude is honest. Like, listen, I, I like you all, but I really don't want to be one tie down just one of y'all. I want all y'all, and I'm gonna love you all the same. Mm. And rock out. They don't look angry. They don't look upset. They didn't even look like they was faking it. They were like kind of smiling, giggling in front of the camera. Like you know, usually when you like that, it's kind of playful and funny. 
they didn't look like they were sitting there like a little annoyed that they was on camera. They was like, "Look, this is this is what they I, they might be winning." Living that life, respect that life. Mm -hmm. What do you think, mm -hmm. Dirk? Oh. <laughs> Yo, why the comments disappear? We have a lot of comments normally, and everybody quiet right now. Are they texting their their no, partners? Are they like, I don't want to say nothing because if they shout me out or if they get put on the screen, mm -hmm. I don't want my partner to be like, wait, did you write that at, at the at the one and a half hour mark on that show that you be watching on Wednesday? They, they don't want that smoke. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Oh man! Anyway, let's move on. During trouble, man. We right, we right on time That's today funny. so far. So this is sad news, man. Um, one of the internet, uh, I guess, uh, social media, a uh, big wigs. I guess not big wigs, but like a big name right now. Social media, especially with the hip hop and young black community. The son of rapper Gilly the Kid killed in a triple shooting. Jamie, show the clip, please. Police have not confirmed the identity of the victim yet, but a source close to the family confirms with us a well-known Philly rapper lost his son last night. Tributes are pouring in for the 25-year-old known as YNG Cheese. Police say one man died and two others were hurt in the shooting on Masher Street in Olney. It happened before 8.30 last night. They say the victim was shot once in the back. NBC10 has confirmed that victim is son of longtime Philly rapper Gilly DeKid. His podcast co-host posted a tribute to Young Cheese on Instagram that now has nearly 73,000 likes. Fans say he was a promising young rapper looking to follow in his father's footsteps. So far, police have not released any victim description. They haven't made any arrests. Reporting from police headquarters, Brenna White, NBC10 News. So can I, can I just say, one, his podcast co-host is his blood cousin who did like and, and respectfully, shout out to Wallow, shout out to Gilly. It this is terrible. I, mm -hmm. I don't want to speak on this in any way because he lost a family member. You know, it's it's just all about respect. And hopefully they find a way to heal through it. His 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 cousin, you know, was incarcerated. He tells the story, was incarcerated for like 20 years, 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And he came out and they were able to make something very positive of himself, themselves. Um you know, entertain and inspire people. And this is just sad. This is just tragic, you know? Um, and I've heard his son's music before. It's not bad. So, and, and Gilly was, was a, was a prominent at his time too. So this is, it's just unfortunate and I hope, you know, him and his family, they can all, um, just find a way to, 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 you know, live with this type of experience because i you know it's 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 just tragic and and i don't know what to to say to that but um it's important to know that his co-host who did a tribute is his blood cousin so that was his nephew that passed too so it's just good to be accurate on that information but I, at the end of the day it's not much that i could say just out of out of respect for the loss of a family member that's just a, a terrible terrible thing yeah, shout, shout out to Gilly and, and, and Wallow and um and the family. 
Um, yeah, they, it's sad that his father talks so much trying to keep kids like like his son, the son just passed away from doing these kind of things and, and getting involved in these and dying from this kind of stuff and getting involved in this kind of crime. And it's sad that those those chickens came home to roost on, on this kind of brother. I mean, I don't know if his son was into more stuff or could have been jealous. I don't know the reason why he got killed. It's just I wish the same brother that pulled that trigger would have got the message from the kid's dad. And vice versa for the kid, too. Maybe don't be in those streets in those areas. Like, yo, your pops, they got to think of, Damien, you correct me on, they got a $100 million deal, right? Podcast deal, something like some craziness. So, something might so. be. I, I don't remember the numbers because I don't remember exactly. But, I, and yeah, they, but they did definitely get, um, what was it? Barstool, I'm pretty sure, the, the platform. They got a very, very lucrative deal, yeah. but they, they were doing great things with their podcast. Yeah, independently that's right, Shauna. There's no coming back from child of loss of a child. I don't want to experience that ever again. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. EOT said Gillian Wallace signed a $100 million deal. That's Why was he in Philly? Stay out of the hood. I, mean, I, I want that all the time, EOT. I know I have a – as I said about NBA basketball player, I want to mention the name that he still – from the Coney Island area, so there's a few. Y'all can pick which one you want to think of. Um, I didn't understand what his mom wanted to come back to the projects. I just, his brother and I worked together. And I was like, why do your mom want to come back? You moved out the hood. You went upstate. I, I just don't understand staying in the hood. I didn't understand when Jam Master J got killed. Like, I know he had a studio in the hood, but I was so pissed off that he got killed in the hood. But I, it's sad, man. These things. Man. He shouldn't like, even been yeah. there. Yeah, he shouldn't yeah. even have even been there to begin with. You know. Yeah. Did anybody see that piece that uh, Ice T did? Oh yes, that was classic. Talk, like, talk man, about it. Go and talk about it. Talk about it. I never go back to the hood because that's not where I belong. Them cats don't know me no more. I ain't got no street cred like that no more. You know what I mean? And, and you just a mark. You go back mm. to the hood. You, you don't know who's gunning for you. You know what I mean? So you put yourself in, in the wrong situation. You you worked hard to get out of that hood. So, so there's no going back to the hood for somebody like Ice T. I mean, he put that all in perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you haven't seen it, y'all need to check that out. That that was yeah, yeah, good. it was on drink on drink tramps. Ice T, Ice T yeah. interview on drink tramps is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw it that. It it was dope. But I I don't know the area that he was in. I don't know if it was the hood or not. But either way, you know, like it's just tragic. So I mean, if he well, was in the hood. If he, I, where is that? Is that in Philly, where where the shooting was? Because I've never heard of the place. Like I'm not from Philly. I'm from New York, so I don't, I don't, I don't know the details. I think it's still I, in Philly. I don't know. I what mean, part of it. Yeah. we. I'm 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 pretty sure we all have a a sense of passion about rap music. We've been following rap music for years, and for years, violence has always been involved with rap music. How, how many rappers have been gunned down or people involved with rap music? You know, I had a friend that was in 50 cents camp and he was just part of a management team and he wore a vest. You know what I mean? So he had to constantly wear a vest whenever they went out anywhere. You know what I mean? Any type of engagement. So that's just kind of part of that life. You got to be prepared to defend yourself because you're, you know, anything can pop off. Yeah. The diminishing returns of street cred, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's gassed out, man. He just, you know, he just got gassed out. It's, 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 that's it, you know. So, um, yeah, Jeremy put Scott Rock in the yes, chat. yeah, but yeah, Scott, Scott like, Rock, yeah. yeah, Scott. Like I said, I was talking. I talked to Scott two days before he got killed. That's my man. But um, he was just trying to help D nice out. And they, this, Scott was yeah. a peacemaker. We all know Scott came from the, the counseling background, yeah. and then he thought they pieced it out that night. And the guys jealousy still shot through that jeep. And killed that was a different type of situation, but that was a different type of situation, yeah. Yeah. It was a whole different type of situation, Mm -hmm. but rest in peace, Scott. Um, 
this is just tragic. You know, it's hard. Tragic. Whatever, tragic. whatever we say, whatever, however we reason it, it's just tragic. It's sad. My heart goes out to everybody that are is affected by it because, like, you could just be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, I had a story. I was a youth counselor in um, Queens. A young lady. I, I don't even want to talk about it really, but a young lady went to a house party with her friend because her friend didn't want to go alone. And it was hot in the house party. They went downstairs to cool off and she got um, killed by a stray bullet. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, it's just one of the most, and the story is much deeper. I don't want to get too deep into it, but it was like, then the young lady who invited her to the party, what is she going through for the rest of her life? You know, it's it it just sucks. So we never know what people are going through. So just, you know. Yeah. So yeah, street cred is an illusion. Say what yeah, EOT says. Yeah, EOT says street cred is an illusion. One purchase from a private development group, and everyone on the lot uh, is homeless. Like it's on block. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes it's jealousy from within. Shauna <laughs> says. Facts. Yeah. Max. Well, shout out to your brother. Rest in peace. Family get some kind of... I know they won't get any kind of peace. I hope they can get over this. I hope they can heal. Losing a kid. Yeah. I always tell people, young people, this is one thing I go tell young people. If you die at 25, you was middle age at 12 and a half. Mm. That, let that sink into you. Um, This this, this is saying like it's kind of funny. Afro Man. I don't know what this is about, but Afro Man being sued by an officer. Oh. After they raid his his house, can you play that clip, please? The story you'll see only right here on Fox 19 now. Rapper Afro Man says he will not stop using videos of deputies raiding his home to promote his music and merchandise. Now those deputies are suing, saying the rapper is causing harm not only to their lives but their families. Ken Baker now with both sides of the story. The saga continues between the Adams County Sheriff's Office and Afro Man. In this latest chapter, Afro Man responds after some of the deputies who raided his property back in August by power of a warrant want their names, pictures, and likeness removed from all promotional material, social media posts, and songs. You know, I made jokes out of what they did, and they're suing me for humiliation, you know? That's what I feel every day, and that's what I felt when they kicked down my door and didn't want to offer to help me out. You know, once they didn't find drugs being trafficked, once they didn't find kidnapping victims. It was back in August of last year. The Adams County Sheriff's Office used a signed affidavit claiming probable cause of human trafficking and drug activity on the rapper's property. After many months and a long investigation, deputies said nothing was found and no charges ever materialized. These are just some of the images Afro Man captured on his home surveillance of the raid. It's those images today that you can find on merchandise and in music videos. He says the money being pulled in through his songs and that merchandise depicting that August raid is helping him to rebuild his life and repair his property. Once they didn't find drugs being trafficked once they didn't find kidnapping victims they didn't apologize to me as an american citizen and that lawsuit the deputies claim that afro man has caused them to suffer irreparable injury to reputations and their mental health afro man says the pictures and videos of the deputies were taken on his home surveillance system which under law makes them his property they are public figures if they was really concerned about their privacy they wouldn't be putting their names 
on a public lawsuit. They obviously don't care about their privacy. I'm so confused with this boy home. <laughs> so they raided his home because there was some anonymous tip. This anonymous tip stuff is like, you could basically, the, the police can make up, say they got an anonymous tip and do whatever they want for the most part. Yep. Yep. But they raided his home because they thought there was trafficking, drugs, and other things going on, found nothing, broke down his door, ransacked his house, and didn't offer to help him. Like, he, you know, he spoke to them or whatever. They didn't find anything. And then they kind of gave him like the, well, we don't, that's not our problem type of thing. So he he used the video that he owns and made a music vid song about it. And the song is popular. Now they want to sue him. I don't know. I don't know. Genius, man, this, man. Man. this is crazy. <laughs> I think it's genius. Man, that was George Clinton, man. That was George yes. Clinton, man. He was about to cream up to the mothership. <laughs> Afro man, he's too old to be a rapper. He's a Afro rapper. man, my man was functified. Did you see? I, was that? Like, I can see this at a funk singer. He's a rapper. I was looking at somebody gonna be younger. I was like, Afro man, old as He's bringing funk back. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. I heard that he talk about putting his hat in the race for president now. Same, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he mentioned it. He did. I think it. Cornell West got got the lock on the Afro oh, in, in the politics right now. <laughs> Cornell got yeah. the fro. He got the fro. Afro man he got his classic. Don King. He been he's been rocking his Don King for many years. Yeah, yeah. Afro man that's been doing this thing for a long time though, man. He's been a rapper for a while, man. Yeah, he we know. Out. He old as fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real OG. He's a real. OG. He's a, a real one, certified man. Yeah, but I thought it was genius though. I said stroke of genius, you know. That's yeah. the essence of hip hop. You ask me, just bringing, making something out of nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's so crazy how the police can really raid your crib and don't pay for shit when they break up stuff. Yeah, that don't oh, make they sense. They gonna to jack me. up the joint too. They gonna jack up the joint. They gonna jack up the joint. But let me oh, tell yeah. you, the bigger thieves are out of that. It's the fire department. Oh hell yeah, hell! I tell anybody. Huge thieves. I tell anybody. So when they come in your crib, they steal everything. Everything that's not nailed down. Everything. Had it done to me. Who are you going to know? You know, it's crazy. But anyhow, man. Uh, Jamie, Monica. Let's go to Monica, Jamie. Monica stops a show when she sees a man putting his hands on a woman. Jamie, can you play the clip for us, please? Don't you end up like that. Listen, listen. See, Monica, the dude should have been aware. Monica got them big-ass feet. If he, she would have kicked him, he'd have been fucked up. Them white-ass shoes she used to wear. <laughs> so, 
shout out to Monica first and foremost. Like to my knowledge, she's always been about that life. Like right. she's she's a, a woman's woman. Respect. Um, funny EOTs. <laughs> um, I was looking like I think the dude behind her was a bodyguard. Yeah, did yeah, she yeah, give yeah. her back to the bodyguard and yeah, jump yeah. down? That's when you know she probably not the person to mess with. <laughs> Apologize to her on stage because if she get down there, she gonna fist fight you for real. It's gonna look like a video game because if she gave her bodyguard hold my purse, y'all remember five heart beats? He was like, hold my cane. <laughs> he was like, I beat both your ass like you stole something. I feel like she was gonna go to work on whoever that person was and uh, probably took my chances with the bodyguard because he, he struggled to get down. I'm like, maybe I can kick him in the knee, hit him with a good right, and, and maybe run. But I feel like she was going to put work on whoever that dude was. Um, mm. um, but it's tragic. First of all, it's disrespectful. That guy uh, deserves whatever he gets. There's there's really no reason to ever put your hands on a woman. There's really no reason to put your hands on anyone else. I mean, I would then also say self-defense is a real thing, too. But that doesn't sound like that situation was that. And you can defend yourself without without um having to necessarily like do something drastic, physically harming somebody. But um, it's crazy. Let me ask you a question: Would uh, would y'all jump in it if uh, y'all saw a man, um, or have you ever had to having a domestic uh, violence uh, situation before with a with a woman? Out, I've had to. I've done it. Before. I've almost got jumped because I tried to jump in, and then they turned around and was ready to beat me up. Mm. How about you, Derek? Would you want to say something? You got to be careful. You got to be careful about shit like that, though. Derek, what you yeah. want to say? You got a story? No, I've done it. I've literally, I've done it before. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah. So the answer to that is yes, I would, and um, and I do it again, and I've done it in the past. You know, so um, you know, it's just one of those things, man. Like um, you know, I was just raised. I'm a man of a certain age, and I was just raised a certain way with certain beliefs. You know, um, you know, we got a little new age thing going on where you know, you know. You don't need no man and you don't need this other thing. You know what I'm saying? But all right, that's cool. You know, but, um, you know, from time to time, we all need somebody. You know, mm -hmm. we need somebody to intercede on our behalf, myself included. So if I'm able and I have the wherewithal to help someone who is under uh, pressure or being um, being coerced or, or whatever, being abused, then I'm going to step up and I'm going to do that, especially if it's of a sexual nature or if just it just, you know, if it's just, um, you know, something like that, you know, where somebody's just you know, give just, you know, exerting their power, you know, over you, you know, over a woman. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely have it in it. Now, I don't know what was said, what, what, and this is me not understanding what was, what precipitated it. And I'm not ruling any of that stuff out. But, you know, if you're asking me just on the surface what I would do and do I understand it? Yes. And, and Monica should have done that. You know, and it was great to actually see, uh, to actually see an entertainer actually have some control of the room or have some personal agency in a situation like that. You know what I mean? Because most of all, it seems mostly they just kind of let whatever happen, let security do it, whatever they do. People get abused in their in their in their in their um what in their in their show. I think there was a young rapper years ago who went through something similar where people kind of stampeded or did something wild at his party at his at his event and he just kind of washed his hands up. I can't even remember the guy's name anymore, but it was a big thing at the time. Um, so it was good to see that, you know, Monica kind of stepped in and, and actually did something about it and showed that she, you know, had some, had some ownership of the situation of her event. And, um, and that was, that was wonderful to see, you know? Yeah. Mm. 
Um, quick question for the ladies as viewing watching this. Uh, what would you ladies have done in this situation, or have y'all done anything? Y'all seen a man jump on a a woman, anything like that? And Shana, for our sake, have you when you saw Mo Henderson getting beat by his wife, his girlfriend at the time? Did you jump in, or would you jump in? Man, listen, <laughs> Monica wasn't going to have to do nothing. Did you see all them gorillas? See, I, I I do security, so I'm looking to crowd. I see the dudes that are towering over like in a venue like that they got gorillas all over so they were already oh, right there so that dude would have got the brakes beat off him. so that's what was about to go down right there so they were right there Monica's not down there by herself she had her gorillas right there right. <laughs> <laughs> what you see says a lady shouldn't get involved in a violent situation why couldn't the men in the crowd help you know yeah why couldn't they you know, um, but you know, this is where we at right now. You know, with certain things, you know, men are yeah. uh, unfortunately men wear purses now. Yeah, nah, I'm not going with that. I go back with Damon. I get what the Damon said earlier. Damon said, I was like, "This is what Damon said." I seen my boy, homeboy, break up a, a chick on Jamaica Avenue, and goes getting it in with the dude. Dude was beating her ass, whatever. He stepped in. My man, no martial arts, started beating up on dude. The chick jumped on him. So it's like you That's know, you got to be, be, be careful with that. Yeah. So there has to be some conversation around that because there's this oh why don't the men jump in? But then there's this other thing where if the men jump in and do something, they could get sued. They can be held liable. Yeah. So where See, there has to be some balance in it because it seems like there is a narrative like Derek you were saying, you don't need no man. Men need to mind their business. Men don't shouldn't have an opinion about what women say or do or what they go through. So there has to be some conversation where there has to be some level of like understanding because now if in that same conversation, be like, why didn't the men do this? Why didn't the men do that? But if the men stepped in, it's like, see, these men think women need to be saved. So like there, there is, there is a narrative that some people might just say, you know what? I'm going to mind my business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of the comments come up real quick. Sorry. Yeah, we got we got some good comments. Um, EOT mm -hmm. says a lady shouldn't go involved in violent situation. Why couldn't the men in the crowd help? Uh, Shauna says, "You know, I'm all hands in with my girls." All right, Narette. Hey, she says, uh, "No way I could stand by and watch a woman get beat." My man can tell you how I get down. I absolutely can tell you how she get down. <laughs> all right. Um, Shauna says, "There's video from the angle the men there did intervene." Okay, that's okay. good. <laughs> EOT just said pepper spray, you know? Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's an answer too, you know? That is a viable answer, you know? But yeah, but I mean, speaking yeah. to your point, Damien, man, we're in a we're in a place, man, we're in this weird place. I Listen, I've gotten cursed out for opening a door. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that was, like, I, I, I was like, what are you doing right now? Like, what are we doing? I Like, I held the door open for you, but now it was like, you know, it's a whole thing. So yeah, See? I said, no, you know, after that. My thing. I slammed it in the face, Derek. Sorry. I've done security, so I've seen stuff like that pop off. I've seen, you know, a boyfriend girlfriend walk out of the spot, and they go to the car, and they're fighting, and what after having a few drinks, and you know, shit just get wild, whatever, right? So me, I'm always like, yo, I'm always practicing de-escalation before I put hands on anybody. You know what I'm saying? I try to have a conversation. I try to separate them, have a conversation. We're going back and forth for like an hour outside the spot, outside their car. And eventually she decides to get back in the car. And there's nothing you can do at that point. Right. After you had a conversation with her and she was like, okay, I'm cool, this, that, and the other. And you're, all you do is hope you don't read about it. 
you know, something in the morning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The rest That's why I say you got to be careful because you don't know either one of those individuals and you just don't know what the backlash could be. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. You said, you said something there? Oh, no, no, I was just reading this comment. So he was, I thought he was done. Uh, she says, I'm going to pick up a chair back, cash register, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Norette, right. we'll, the moral of the story is Norette is about that life, and we're going to leave her alone. Completely. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> now, nah, but we'll thank everybody for rocking out with us tonight, man. For all the brothers and sisters that chimed in, made comments and all that stuff tonight, man. And a uh, shout-out to Kelvin. Uh, put them pizzas down in Italy and uh, leave them white women alone. We still love you, though, brother, man. Have a motherland. Gordon, thank you again for stepping up tonight, filling in, man. Yo, appreciate thank you, you, Gordon. What's that? Thank you, Thomas. What Go ahead, talk about it. What's the name of Talk about the business one more time before we leave, brother. Your talk about IV, baby. Your IV, get your drip on. That's right. New way of taking vitamin hydration. Everybody should need hydration, especially in all this heat. We're talking people dropping. You Obviously, you need to hydrate. So, you know, just more yeah. ways to do it other than just drinking water. Facts. And so you get the drip in your arm, not out your dick. On that note, I'm going to say peace, <laughs> peace. What he said. <laughs> <Peace. laughs> <Last one. laughs>